Coming up on today's episode of the Matt Dining Podcast, we are recapping March Madness, round of 64, and halfway through the round of 32, so far, at the time of this recording, what a weekend it was. I mean, crazy first day games, crazy second day games, crazy second round first day games, ton of upsets, ton of stuff to talk about. Excited to get into this episode, it's going to be a good one. Then we end the episode with a little bit of Patriots talk and a very teeny tiny bit of Celtics talk. But before we get to all that, we have a special announcement here on the TMD Podcast for the Grapevine Media. The Grapevine Media has partnered with the Perfect Jeans. The Perfect Jeans for the perfectly imperfect men, just 60 bucks when you use code GVM at checkout. This jean stretches so your nuts ain't crushed, thereby providing the only true home for your bone. Don't let your 2% spandex get your testes in a twist. Liberate your lower limbs with the one and the only Perfect Jean. Whether you're working with lemons or lentils, a three-leaf clover or a big old eggplant, Perfect Gene has you covered. Take a peek at www.theperfectgene.nyc. That's the www.perfectgene.nyc. Code GVM for 15% off at checkout. All right, let me give you a quick recap here of the Perfect Gene. I found them. I need a new pair of jeans. Uh, they they really are guys. They really are the best jeans uh, I've ever worn. They're they're they stretch. Um, you nuts. They're they they don't they don't like suction cup your nuts you know what I mean you're never uncomfortable wearing them they really are uh they're really amazing product and uh, we reached out to them and um, we were like guys we love your product I was like I love your product um loved would would love to work with you guys and um so yeah great products guys if you need a new pair of jeans which we all do come on quarantine's coming down you gotta go get yourself a good pair of jeans head over to www.theperfectgene.nyc.com use code GVM at checkout for 15% off your purchase alright let's do it What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Matt Donahue Podcast. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Hope your asses were planted in your couch watching NCAA March Madness the entire weekend because that's what my ass was doing. Um, Really, it was just a great weekend. Hope you guys are having a good Monday, too. Uh, we got a full slate of games coming up. The second half of round 32 is happening today at 12 o'clock. So, hopefully... You know, you guys had a good weekend. Hopefully your brackets aren't as busted as mine was this past weekend. Um, They probably are, though. I mean, no one predicted what happened. No one... I mean, there's, there's zero perfect brackets left in the world. So your bracket's more than likely busted. Um, But hopefully you didn't lose too much money. Uh, I know some of you guys out there who listen to this show are... Uh, you tend to throw some money on some games, so hopefully you didn't lose too much money. Um... It is Monday, though, so we're going to open it up with Q&A. Uh, I forgot to post, because I was just watching so many games yesterday, I forgot to post um, the story thing I did last weekend where we had a ton of questions, but I still did get uh, a pretty decent amount of questions. Um, clearly not as many as last weekend, because that was on me. Again, I forgot to remind you guys. But um, I had some questions that, that they almost seemed like a little like personal, almost like a little bit of an attack. So I was a little, um, well, you'll see uh, when we get to it. But the first uh, question was, 
most exciting team to watch so far in March Madness. Um, I mean, there's been so many upsets, and right now I'm recording this Sunday night into Monday, so I'm just getting off watching the Oregon State game, uh, another up, another upset. And then you got uh, the team that just beat Florida, uh, blanking on their name, Oral, something like that. Why am I blanking on their name? I just watched that game. Then you got uh, Abilene Christian. You got there's a ton of teams out there. Uh, Loyola Chicago. I mean that game was that game was phenomenal. The big man from Super Troopers. I mean that was come on that 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 was a great game. So, but I I do have to say the most exciting team to watch uh, was probably Abilene Christian for the simple fact. Uh, and I texted Thomas this. As this game was happening, because I knew, I know Thomas was watching this game. Um, this team is like comical to watch. Like they're, they are probably the best defensive team in this tournament. I mean, they force so many turnovers, but it's like a scramble AAU. It's like a, it's like an AAU defense, uh, or it's just like an AAU basketball team, like on steroids. But they are terrible. On offense, like they have no offensive abilities whatsoever. Uh, but it was it was like a comical game to watch because they were so good on defense, and they were like just awful on offense. Like no offensive game plan whatsoever for this team. Like I could not give you the top score after watching the game. They they go like five in five out. Uh, they keep the entire team fresh, and it's just madness. They just cause absolute mayhem. And this is what they did against Texas, and it was awesome to watch. They forced 23 turnovers on Texas, and it was just hilarious. Like, they just kept coming. You know what I mean? Like, it, like one guy would fall for a shot fake on uh, Abilene, and, like, he'd go flying past, and then there was just, like, another guy, and he would fall for the same, like, the other shot fake, and he would go flying past. And, like, the whole team, it was just, like, five guys defending one ball. It was just, it's utter madness. So, they're playing today. Watch the game because they're hilarious. Um, that that was probably the most exciting game for me to watch because it was like I've never experienced that before. Like I was laughing watching the game and they won. It was I've never experienced that. Like watching a team because they were just so funny and good on defense, but like just they were not good on they. Everyone watched the last play. Come on. You everybody watched the last play. They there was no the the game winning shot for that Texas game was horrendous. <laughs> it was so bad, and the kid got fouled. Uh, I mean the game winning shot, the initial layup didn't even it got pinned off the backboard. But then Abilene Christian got the rebound. Um, the huge tight end that kid, that guy's gonna be a tight end from the Patriots one day. Mark my words. Um, <laughs> and. Gets the rebound and steps up, and he's the worst free throw shooter on the team. I mean, just a, it was hilarious. They're by far my the the most exciting team to watch. Uh, just for the simple fact that like they are just entertaining to watch. It's 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 hilarious. Make sure you tune into that game because if they, what also is unbelievable is that they force on average twenty turnovers a game. Like they're gonna force turnovers um, against UCLA, and it's it's gonna be a great game. So watch that game. Um, but that's probably my most exciting team to watch. That's been the most exciting game that I've watched uh, so far. Um, there hasn't really been any buzzer beaters. 
There's been there's been a lot of close games, but that was probably the most exciting game to watch because Abilene Christian just had no business like even being in the tournament. Never mind like winning a game. So uh, that it, that that was great. Um, did you did you get on any games? Did I bet on any games? I think that's what this person is trying to say. The the yeah, that's what it was. It says, "Did you get on any games?" Uh, I'm gonna say the question was, "Did you bet on any games?" Um, no, and it's a good thing I didn't, because I probably would have lost a ton of money this weekend. Um, I wouldn't have made a single right bet. Um, my bracket, as you guys all know, if you're in the Grapevine Media Tournament, is toast right now. I think I'm, like, in last place in the entire tournament, honestly. Um, so, yeah, it was, no, I didn't bet on any games this weekend, but, um, if I did, I would have lost a serious amount of money. Like, uh, I'm talking, because I'm a huge snowball effect guy. Like, when things are going great, you know, it goes great. And when things go bad, it it goes bad, you know. that That's, I'm a snowball effect kind of guy. So, um, yeah, it would have gone bad. It, because the picks I would have made, like, I would have gone off my bracket. And, um, yeah, it's it, it would have gone bad. So thank God I didn't uh, I didn't put any money on because it probably wouldn't have been good. But you know who knows? Maybe if I put money on, um, there wouldn't have been this many upsets. You know, maybe I was like the deciding for like factor in the universe. You know, you never know. Um, but no, there's no shot. Uh, me putting how whatever amount of money on uh, Texas to beat Abilene Christian was stopping Abilene Christian from winning that game. It was just there was no there was no way. So, but no, I didn't put any money on. Uh, I do know a few people who have some pretty hilarious stories. Um, they they put some money on some games and they got down, <laughs> they got down so they got in the hole so much that they had to start betting on like Japanese esports games uh, to get themselves out of the hole. Uh, so you know, gambling it's a it's a slippery slope. But um, yeah, no, I didn't put any money on the games. Uh, I probably will. Uh. Before this is all said and done, this tournament, I probably will put some money on because I was itching all weekend. I, I was texting people like, dude, if I Venmo you some money, will you bet it for me? I was I was itching, but it's it's a good thing I didn't because I would have lost all my money. Um, Next question. Biggest upset so far. I mean, I think it has to be... Uh, yeah, I think it has to either be uh Yeah, you know, I don't know actually. I, I'm I mean, I'm gonna say Abilene Christian just because like I'm telling you, when you watch this team, like there's no they should not be winning games. But um I think, you know, Abilene Christian hasn't they haven't won two games at the point of when I'm recording this, so I'm going to go with a team that's won two games already. Um, so, it's, you know, it's probably... I'm going to say either Loyola, Chicago, or Oral Roberts. Um, I don't want to... Like, I want to say Oregon State. But, like, they don't seem... Like, they, they seem like they got screwed. Uh, with their ranking because they're actually like a very good team. I've watched like that that. So I'm gonna say Oral Roberts or 
Uh, Loyola Chicago is probably the biggest upset uh, so far, just because they've won two games and they're actually in the Sweet 16. Um, probably Oral Roberts because they're a number 15 seed and they probably actually deserve to like be that seed. Like that's a fitting seed for them. So I'll go Oral Roberts. They're they're probably the the biggest up, upset in the tournament so far. Um, Ohio though, you know, you never know. Ohio could be too. Um, well, we will see, uh, but as of right now, at the time I'm recording this podcast, I'm going to go with teams that are, that are already in the sweet 16, uh, and Oral Roberts, I mean, they're a 15 seed. So the last, last team to do that was like Florida Gulf coast in, I don't even know the last time they did it. Uh, in the last question here, because we're running, we're going deep with this. See, this is the one. Now this is the question that seemed a little, like a little bit of an attack at me. Um, and it was, why is your bracket so trash in the Grapevine Media Tournament? Like I said, um, you we were all there when I made this my bracket. Um, what did I make my bracket last week? Uh, we were all there for it. And, uh, you know, I I went with my heart over my, my head. Uh, you know, I chose a lot of the kids that I used to play with. Or I played against, you know, I went, I went with them. Um, and of course, you know, that I also, I didn't go with some of the kids because some of the kids, you know, that, you know, I wasn't too friendly with back in my playing days. So I decided not to choose them and they actually won. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. That seems like a little personal, uh, attack at me. It's okay though. I am currently in, uh, no, I'm actually, yeah, I'm in 21st, tied for 21st. Um, I was down there though. Uh, wow. Yeah. 180. I actually, I think I'm still actually technically in last. I think I have the least amount of points. 180 is pretty bad, but, um, that's in the great media tournament. Um, yeah, you know, Everyone's bracket is trash. Who are we kidding? You know what I mean? Like all these people that like who who's winning the who's winning who's number one here? M underscore shell six. Okay, well he's killing it. Got Gonzaga, but I mean like in this Grapevine Media tournament we got the kid in second place right now tied for first. It has Illinois winning. Like sorry, uh, like he's not winning. You know what I mean? Like th- those guys aren't gonna win. So I I'm I'm upset with where my bracket is right now. But I still got my final four intact, meaning I still got, you know, I had a rough start. I got all my X's out of the way early. And uh I'm I believe my final four is gonna be there. And I I you know, Gonzaga absolutely destroyed whoever they played their first game. Um was it Norfolk State? Yeah, I think it was Norfolk State. They destroyed them. But I mean Iowa, like Luca Garza's you can't stop him. So that that honestly if if I have one complaint with this entire tournament so far, it's that those two are in the same region because that should be the championship game. Um and they messed that up, the NCAA. But um you know this this is a good segue here because this is this podcast is gonna be majority uh as you know by the title already. It's gonna be majority um NCAA talk. That's really all I did this entire weekend was just uh NCAA. I watched pretty much every game i missed out on a few early ones um but so far this tournament's been like really fun 
been like a great tournament uh so far because and I think a large part to, has to do with the fact that uh you know like the the rankings are a little like messed up I guess you know like they're not they're not um some of these teams you know what I mean like 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 Oregon State you know what I mean like they are playing like they should actually be like a sixth seed in this and what they like a twelfth like. Um, UConn probably should not have been a seven seed, you know, and they were a seven and Wisconsin was a nine. You know what I mean? Like the, so I think the, the overall structure of the tournament, um, was a little not right. You know what I mean? Like it, I, I probably, if I had to re-rank some of these teams and I didn't, again, I didn't watch any college basketball, but it, the whole schedule um, like Syracuse is clearly not, what are they ranked? Syracuse is ranked like pretty bad. Uh, where are they at? Who did they play first? They torched whatever. I honestly, God, I like love watching Syracuse play. If I had to like, I feel like if I went into the tournament, actually watching every one of these teams play, I probably would have had Syracuse going way farther. Syracuse is an 11 seed. Then they knocked off. San Diego State, and then they knocked off West Virginia. You know what I mean? Like, that's – Syracuse should never be an 11 seed. And the reason why uh, – and I heard this, like, early on Friday morning, I want to say. Was it Friday morning? Maybe Thursday. No, Friday morning. I heard this. Uh, Syracuse has the potential to go really far in this tournament because most teams in this tournament have not played against a 2-3 zone. Because of the whole season here, there wasn't that many out-of-conference games. Uh, so most teams just didn't have to deal with the fact of playing against a 2-3 zone. And and the simple fact that Buddy Beheim is an absolute flamethrower. The kid does not miss. Uh, he's electric to watch. Um, that Watching that team, honestly, is, is electric. And I'm a, I'm a UConn guy through and through. So I'll never like love Syracuse. But, you know, UConn stunk it up uh, day one here. So... I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some props to Syracuse. That team was electric to watch. Uh, they're, I will give them like, they're, they're not that great of a rebounding team. And that's I bet you that's gonna kill them. You know what I mean? West Virginia dominated the boards against them, and they that's what really made it a game is that uh, Syracuse gave up so many offensive rebounds and second chance points to West Virginia that they they crawled back into it. However, Buddy Beheim again, like I said, is an absolute bucket, and um. It was that that game was so fun to watch. Uh, and so was the first one where he lit up San Diego State. That was also another great game to watch. Um, or Roberts though, you know that that upset over Ohio State was also a crazy one. Um, I thought that I honestly thought uh, at the end there uh, Ohio was going to pull it out, but I mean choke artists. Uh, dead dogs, as Dave Porton I called them. That if you haven't, you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, go on Barstow and watch that. He he lit up Ohio State and everybody who went to Ohio State on national TV. That was hilarious. Um, you know who else was very disappointing was Georgetown. Georgetown was like that. They sucked. They were terrible the entire game, and they put up 73 points. But they, I don't know. They were just they were really bad. Uh, it was that was a really bad outing for them. Uh, who else we got here? I'm just I'm like scrolling through all the games here. 
Um, Eastern Washington almost beat Kansas and Kansas in the number three. And I know a lot of people got Kansas going to the Final Four. Uh, which is, I mean, no, not Final Four, Elite Eight. Um, definitely not the Final Four out of that, uh, that, that region. That region, dude, this region, this West region is probably the toughest region. Think about it. It went Gonzaga, who was number two, Iowa, Kansas, then Virginia, who got upset, uh, by Ohio, then Creighton, then USC, then Oregon, who didn't actually play a game yet. Uh, VCU had their whole COVID thing. They forfeited the tournament. Oregon automatically moved on. Uh, I bet you Iowa spanks Oregon or vice versa. Like, I bet you that game is going to be a blowout because either Oregon hasn't played a game yet or they're get, and that's either going to help or hurt them, uh, one or the other. But that that's a stacked, like, region. And then... I mean, th- this whole, I just, I can't get over the Abilene Christian game. That game was so funny. Like, I've never, like, laughed so much watching a basketball game than I did that night. Even the coach of that team, like, knew they had no business being there winning that game. It was just, like, hilarious. And then, to make it even better, Texas had, like, these giants inside and Abilene Christian, I kid you not, had like five foot, like three five foot ten guys on the floor, uh, just taking out and getting their shit punched, and it didn't matter. They, those guys like just came down the floor and like stole the ball from the Texas guards and then just transition points. It, if Abilene Christian sets up a half court offense, they might as well just give the other team the ball and hope to get another turnover on defense for transition points because that's pretty much it. The only way they get their points. Um, but yeah, that game was... That was the most entertaining game to watch uh, so far, I think. But I do really enjoy watching uh, Oregon State. You know, I mean, they're they're a really good team uh, to watch. They, they have a few, like, bonehead plays. But they've, uh, they, they've been fun to watch up until this point. Uh, I'll give credit to Rutgers, too. You know, that Rutgers... They they should have been in Houston, honestly. Rutgers choked in the last three minutes of that game. Um, I, I tuned in for most of that game. I did take a shower for uh, the majority of the second half. But I came down for the last, like, four minutes, and Rutgers was, like, up 10 at one point, and they choked, like, they choked that game. Because uh, Houston ended up winning by three points. And, yeah, I mean... It's tough because Rutgers, nah, Rutgers-Syracuse would have been a good game. Uh, Houston-Syracuse is going to be interesting. But for a while, it looked like Rutgers was going to win. I think Rutgers was up by like 12 to 15 at one point. Um, and yeah, then Houston, I, that would that would have absolutely just like nailed in the coffin. My, my bracket would have been done because I have Houston going to the Final Four out of this, that region. Uh, who's the number one set? Oh, Illinois. Yeah, that's right. Loyola Chicago knocked out Illinois. That that was great for my bracket. Uh that was that kept my heart beating uh in terms of that. Uh Texas Tech over Arkansas. That was a tough one because Texas Tech uh I actually think Texas Tech was a really good team. And again, I'm gonna like hint back to the the whole like uh like 
what am I saying? Seeding of these teams. Yeah, you know I mean, like I don't think Texas Tech was a sixth seed. Like I thought that they were like very good. Texas Tech was like they they were a very solid team. Uh, I think that they should have been ranked higher. But again, you know, what I mean, like these most of these these rankings here are just like they're not like that accurate. You know, like they're like I feel like the teams don't reflect. Uh, like BYU being a sixth and UCLA being an eleven, like UCLA came out and smacked them the entire game. Like BYU was behind the entire game; it was never like even a question. It was like a twenty point game at one point. Like it was never really a question. Uh, so I think like again, the rankings are just they're not like they they're just they're not that accurate, which is uh, which is unfortunate because. But I think. I think and honestly, it's made made the tournament so much better uh, that they're like they're kind of messed up because it's just been like I feel like everyone has the same idea uh, unless you're like a college basketball player listening to this, uh, you probably followed college basketball. But for everyone else who doesn't play college basketball, not a lot of people like tuned in, you know, unless you're betting money on them. You know, what I mean, like you weren't tuning into college basketball this season as often as you you usually did that's just that's just the tough pill to swallow for college basketball players listening but that is the this the pure truth um it was just not it was not the top priority this year um and again that has that directly has to do with the season being you know how wonky it was and everything going on but um that is that's the situation at hand it was just it wasn't so I think that played into the fact that not a lot of people knew who to take and they went off these they went off these rankings and these rankings just don't def- like reflect um these teams, you know what I mean? Like, Col- I didn't even know this. And my boy Zach Blake, Colgate over Arkansas was actually like a a lot of people had Colgate because if you did watch there was like a legitimate belief that Colgate was going to be Arkansas. And at one point in the game, it really looked like they might upset uh, Arkansas. And that would have been great for my bracket. Um, shout out Zach Light. But, you know, like Purdue, North Texas, you know what I mean? Like that, Purdue being a four. Eh, you know, like, I, I don't know. Uh, Villanova looks very good. They're, they're not being talked about enough. Uh, they look dominant. Like they could be, they could upset uh, a team here. Baylor, that game's gonna be a very good game. Baylor, uh, Villanova, that's gonna be a very good game. Uh, looking forward. So to these are, these are, gonna be played on the twenty seventh. So what is that on Friday, Saturday? Today's the twenty second. Yeah, Friday. Uh, these games are already set in stone. So they happened yesterday, on Sunday. We have we'll go we'll start at top because I don't know the times of these but we got Baylor versus Villanova that that might be the best game of the day uh, Arkansas Oral Roberts it's hard to bet against Oral Roberts that's all I'm gonna say it's hard to bet against them uh, the, both of them won tight games uh, Oral Roberts won by three points and Arkansas won by two points so we shall see. Uh, then we got Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State. Um, that's going to be a great game because Oregon State's um, primary, like, 
Well, no, actually, I'm not going to say that. Their primary scorer was a guard who had, like, 20-something. Uh, he could have had 30. Um, but they have two big – they have a big man who – that, that matchup's going to be fun. Um, I bet you if I had to bet, if I put money down so that – hint, hint. Uh, like I said earlier, if I put money down this weekend, I would have probably would have lost. But if I had to put money down on this game, I'm going to say that – uh, I don't know what just happened to my thing I'm looking at here, but uh, I would say that uh, Oregon State probably wins that game. If I had now, again, I'm not a, I'm not a that accurate so far with my picks. Um, my my hypothetical picks that I would have made, but I'm gonna go Oregon State because they had that one kid that was just raining in shots uh, all night. Dude put up like 14 free throws. Uh he missed one, you know. He's, he's a shooter. So I'm going to go them. Uh but Loyola Chicago, I mean Super Troopers, you never know. Super Troopers could do it. Um it Oregon State would actually be the upset there. So either way that that's going to be a good game because one of those guys is going to the Elite 8. We get we got an 8 seed or a 12 seed going to the Elite 8. Book it. We also could potentially have an 11 seed going to the Elite Eight. Um, Houston-Syracuse, that game is going to be really fun to watch because... <sighs> See, I I might be like... I might say screw my bracket. I might root for Syracuse. Um, I, I actually have found myself doing that majority of these games that like... I My bracket's just like so bad so far. That I've actually just started rooting for the like the underdogs. Like if I, I like I don't for my bracket purposes I can't have Houston lose. But Syracuse has like a shooter in Buddy Beheim, and I love that. So like, some would say that that's a win-win. You know, if Syracuse wins, and it's like oh the team you wanted, like you you were a fan of won, but. I consider that, and then on the flip side, it's like if Houston wins, it's like, all right, good, your bracket's still intact. On the flip side, you know, I'm like, that's a lose-lose. You know, like, I I, I hate that feeling. I want to be all in, like, uh, all my all my chips to one side of the table here. I'm, I'm not like a 50-50, like, I don't hedge my bets. I go all in or nothing, okay? Um, and I hate that feeling because I'm actually rooting for Syracuse, but my bracket says otherwise. So, yeah, that's a I'm conflicted right there. Um, all right, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my picks on that one right now, and then I'll go to tomorrow's or Monday's games, I guess. Uh, and I'll give you my picks for that because for the people who listen to this on their way to work or in the morning, um, you should listen to me. But for the games on the 27th, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going Syracuse. Screw it. Forget my bracket. I'm going Syracuse. Then I'm going to go Oregon State. Uh, I'll probably go Arkansas. And Baylor-Villanova. God, that's a tough one. Uh, That's a question mark. I can't pick one there. That might be one of the better games of the tournament, Baylor-Villanova. I think you got to go Baylor. But Villanova has been... Now, I'm going... I went with my heart. And the kids I knew, the kids I played against. Cole Swider, don't let me down. Going Villanova. Screw it. I'm going Villanova. Screw you, Mark Vital. 
uh, played him. He sh- literally shit on our entire team uh, in California. But yeah, I'm gonna go Villanova. Uh, you know, I believe in the teamwork, the the the, t- the whole team aspect uh, that that was that was instilled upon us in at Quinnipiac from the Villanova disciple. Drawing a blank on his name. Baker Dunleavy. Sorry. That was that was right. I couldn't think of my head coach's name in college. Baker Dunleavy. Um all right. Monday games. We got Gonzaga, Oklahoma. Hey, I mean, you can't bet against Gonzaga. That's like Gonzaga's gonna win. Uh what's crazy, and I'm gonna halt real quick. Gonzaga is like they have like a ton of great players. That's why they're so good. This Gonzaga team is different than every other team because usually it's like Gonzaga comes out of that like that weak conference. Uh, they haven't really played anybody like played anybody crazy, but Gonzaga has like very good players all around. Like their first like seven eight guys that like play are like extremely good players. Uh, so all right, I'm going Gonzaga, <sighs> Creighton, Ohio. <sighs> I don't know Ohio. That game was electric. Coming off the Creighton was a little scary winning that game. That game was a little scary for Creighton. Uh, God. Yeah, Creighton won by one against USCB. Ohio won by three against Virginia. Ohio's got that big man, and his dad was like an ex like. You know, I bought into that story when I was watching that game. I bought into the, you know, his dad's in the stands, the big man's dad, the big white blonde kid. He's like, his dad's in the stands. He was like an ex-NFL player. I bought into the whole story. Screw it. Put my money on Ohio. When you go, nah. Yeah, I'm going Ohio. Fuck it. We're going Ohio. USC, Kansas. Gotta go USC, my boy. Cam's boy. I played a... why am I drawing a blank on his name? So many names to remember here. God damn. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I can literally picture his face. Can't say his name. If you're listening, my bad. I messed up. Uh, I'll see you on Warzone or Fortnite like within the week. Uh, I'm going to go USC. Iowa, Oregon. I'm going Iowa because Oregon, it's like a, they shouldn't even be there. Uh, Michigan, LSU. I didn't watch. I, I See, these are two games that I actually didn't watch. Like I didn't watch the Michigan, the Michigan, Texas Southern, or the LSU St. Bonaventure. I didn't watch either either of those games. Uh, by the way, I got that one wrong. I chose St. Bonnie's and LSU won. Uh, I'm gonna go Michigan Beach because it's they they seem to be like a heavy favorite to actually like win the entire thing. So I'll go Michigan. Uh, Colorado, Florida State. I think you gotta go Colorado. Colorado looked dominant. In, in their Georgetown game. And maybe that's just because Georgetown looked awful, but Colorado looked very, very good. Uh, that kid, McKinney, uh, I forget his last name here, but that Colorado's point guard, is he's good. He uh, he actually hit a game winner on us when we were at Quinnipiac. We played Colorado, and he hit a game winner on us. Uh, uh, shout out Cam Young. I know he remembers that one. Uh, is that it? No, then we got UCLA, Abilene Christian. How can I forget that game? Abilene, dude. I'm all in on Abilene. I'm all in on Abilene Christian. Like, if dude, if they force 20 turnovers, there's no way they don't win that game. I'm convinced. Defense wins championships. 
Abilene Christian is the living proof of that. I'm going Abilene. Uh, Maryland, Alabama. This game was interesting. Uh, this Alabama game, this Alabama Iona game, because for a second, Alabama they play in spurts. This is this is what's weird about Alabama is like they go through they go through spurts where they look really really good, and then they have like lapses that where they're like, dude, they can't buy a bucket and they can't get a stop. Uh, but Maryland didn't deserve that win that game. UConn just lost that game. So I'm going to go Alabama because Maryland, like I said, UConn missed like 40 shots, and that's why they lost. Like Maryland only – and this is the thing. I don't know if Maryland's like actually good, but like UConn was horrendous. So I'm going to go Alabama, just, you know, roll tide. Uh, those are my picks for March Madness. For – those are – the last – set of those was for Monday's games. Uh, so it's going to be hilarious if you're listening to this on like Tuesday or something and these games already happened because I'm either going to be like spot on or like completely wrong. Uh, but I'm all in on the Abilene Christian train. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So I want to take the last like 10, 15 minutes here. Talk about, um, like a mixture of like Boston sports. We're going to like talk a little bit of Pats and then a little bit of Celtics. But before we do that, this podcast is brought to you by our friends over at J11.com. Make sure you guys head over to J11.com. Get your Patriots gear. A lot of big things happened last week. We went over that. Go listen to the last podcast. But, and I've been trying to tell you guys for the past few months here, like things are looking dark and gloomy. They were looking dark and gloomy in in Foxborough. But now is the time to go get your freaking Patriots gear. Because you're going to be kicking yourselves in the ass uh, come November when Pats are like top of the league and you don't have that fresh gear when you can get it right now. So go head over to J11.com. Use code TMD20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase and go get your Pats gear. All right, let's just get right into it here. Um, So let's start off with the Pats because the Patriots are going to be quick here. Um. I'm hearing a lot of murmurs. I'm seeing a lot of murmurs here about uh, what the Patriots do next. Sorry, it's getting a little stuffy in here. I'm uh, kind of hot. Look a little out of breath, too. Just when you got a sip of water. Um, need a second here to collect myself. Whew. Yeah, did a whole like flight of stairs. Um, where do the Patriots go from here? $25 million in cash space. Um, there was some serious reports that they were probably going to actually consider trading for Deshaun Watson before everything broke out, uh, and everything happened. Now it's looking more like they're not going to do that, uh, which is reasonable. We know what happened last time. Uh, we brought in a player to the Patriots with some allegations against him. It didn't turn out that well. So here we are. $25 $25 million in cash space. What do the Patriots do? I think in the there's the top... Who's the top receiver? Uh, who's the top receiver right now? I forget. Because someone else just signed. Kenny Galladay signed. Uh, Juju went back. I'm missing out right now. Hold on. It's T.Y. Hillen. That's who it was. It was T.Y. Hillen. Um, so... Deshaun Watson is going to the Rams. So I'm looking at this list. Uh, 
and it's a little dated because it was it came out on let's see it came out uh on saturday this listed so we, this was after the golden tate signing so there's on the market it was cedric wilson T.Y. Helen, Larry Fitzgerald, Golden Tate, uh, like I said, Deshaun Watson, no longer there. Sammy Watkins, Adam Humphreys, Willie Sneed, Cordero Patterson, Danny Amendola, that one's interesting. Uh, Antonio Brown, Dez Bryant, Mohamed Sanu, probably not. Josh Gordon, probably not. Uh, I'm just looking to see if any names jump out of me here. Uh, yeah, so where do the Patriots go from here with 25 mil left in cap space? Um... I think either you they try and make a trade here, uh, they try and do something, um, with the draft because yeah we're looking at like twenty five r- roughly, about twenty five million, uh, just a hair over twenty five million here, so, I think, right now as it stands the Patriots have, at their running back position they have. Four running backs. Uh, that's right. They have Harris, Michelle, Taylor, and Bulk, uh, Hulk Smash. What's his name? Hulk Smash. I forget his name. Brandon Bolden. Um, so they have them. Uh, like James White, Rex Burkhead are uh, free agents, uh, running backs. So I think in terms of the offense here, if you can't get another quarterback, uh, Deshaun Watson um, will probably nothing will probably happen with that for this week. Uh, the allegations, the lawyer is like bringing the reports, coming to whatever the Houston Police Department. So not, Deshaun Watson is pretty much off the table right now. Uh, he's no one's probably making offers for him right now with twelve women alleging him, whatever. So that's probably off the table. So you have to look elsewhere. Um, you have to. This is why you got Cam Newton. Cam Newton was, as it looks like, the backup plan or the the half year plan where um, you sign Cam and you're probably looking to trade up in the draft right now f- for uh, a better quarterback. Uh, I know Fields is talked about a lot right now um, for the Patriots. The, the it's rumored that the Patriots are very uh, heavy. I'm getting him, so I would not be shocked if we see a Patriots move here to try and move up in the draft if he doesn't fall, or the day of the draft making some uh, some moves to get him. But you also need to fill in the running back. You know, what I mean, like there's there's a lot of good running backs out there. Uh, I'm looking at the running back list right now. We have James White, Rex Burkhead, Leonard Fournette, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Adrian Peterson, Lashawn McCoy. Kind of falls off a little bit. Uh, Tevion Coleman, Duke Johnson, Matt Breida, Matt, Mike Davis, Damian Williams, Brian Hill, Malcolm Brown, TJ Yeldon, Deion Lewis. Because there's some pretty decent names out there. Um, I, I, if I had to hedge my bets again, uh, no, I don't hedge my bets. If I had to double down on what the Patriots moves will be in the future, it will be involving a running back and it will be involving another wide receiver. Um, and signing them both for cheap because I do think the Patriots want to get an elite quarterback. Um, and I think that this year is very interesting. I've talked about this. I talked about this last episode with Deshaun Watson is the simple fact that he is only getting paid like $10 million in salary this year. And I really think that the Patriots want that and they want to try and bring in uh, someone 
here to to make this uh this this uh this offense more of a, a destination if not this year um next year you know what i mean so we'll see uh that that's again not nothing really happened to the patriots over the weekend uh nothing really happened in the nfl over the weekend nothing crazy uh other than the deshaun watson stuff but i i expect either the patriots to do three things one of three things running back wide receiver or make some moves in the draft for a QB. Uh, because, again, I don't think Deshaun Watson, no moves will be made on Deshaun Watson until everything fully comes out and the league knows what he's dealing with. So he's kind of like off limits right now. So that, that's where I'm at with the Patriots. Um, last few minutes here, let's talk a little Celtics basketball. Celtics won today. I actually didn't watch the game. Again, I was fully invested in uh, March Madness. Um, couldn't watch the Celtics game here, but they won against the Magic. So it was, uh, I think they're back at 500 now, 21 and 21, I think. Uh, I'm not even looking. This is the thing. I'm so out, out of it on the Celtics because I think we might have to stop talking about them on this podcast. They're just, like, it's exhausting to talk about them and how bad they've been. Um, but Jalen Brown did have 10 threes. Which was he almost set uh, a franchise record with the Celtics, which so that that warrants talking about. Um, but there was a lot of speculation this past weekend. Yeah, I don't think it, I mean it started before I guess, but me and Abel did talk about it last episode on Friday. But um, there was a lot of speculation with Brad Stevens taking the Indiana job and whatnot. He came out and said he's a asshole. Honestly, kind of love that quote. Uh, he came out to do was a mass hole. He swerves in the, on the highway and he uh, he roots for the Patriots. That was honestly an elite quote. Uh, love Brad Stevens for that. Then they proceeded to lose the game after, and that kind of sucked. But they won again, uh, and then so after that game that they lost uh, against, God, I'm drawing a blank on who they lost to uh, the game before. They just won. I don't know. It was a bad loss. That's all I know. The Kings? Yeah, I think it was the Kings. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, Marcus Smarts reported that the team like had a team meeting, a uh, giant team meeting, a private team meeting, uh, and they 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 quote here. I'm, I'm quoting. You can't see it because it's a podcast, but I, I'm, I'm air quoting. Um, they're trying to save the season. Forty-two games into the season, we're trying to save it in a, in a shortened season here. More than halfway through, we're trying to save the season. That's I don't know. It was like it's just frustrating. This team, it's frustrating because they could easily, easily be like thirty-two and nine, like easily. That that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it would. 33 and 9. There we go. They could easily be 33 and 9. Uh they lose to bad teams and they like lose to good teams. Sometimes they beat the good teams. But they th- that's what frustrates me the most with this team is the playing up and down of the competition. I hate that. There's no consistency. I hate that. If they were just a bad team, but they played consistent every single night, I'd be more okay with it. But it's the simple fact that they aren't bad, 
they are good players on that team, and they just don't care. That's what it seems like. They 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 just go out every single night, and they just like don't care. That's and that's the most frustrating thing because you like how do you attract somebody to that market uh, to Boston when the the entire team just like doesn't give a shit this entire year? So I don't know. That it again. I don't want to drag this on. Uh, I I really want to keep it brief because there's nothing really crazy to talk about. They went they went one and one after our last rant about the Celtics, so they're still exactly where they were uh, on Friday in my book. Um, the only difference is that Jay's or Jalen Brown had ten threes uh, on Sunday. That that's really it. Um, and that wraps it up for today's episode. Um, go watch some March Madness if you're working. Tell your boss you're sick. Tell him you come down with a case of the Mondays. You gotta, you gotta hit. You gotta, you gotta check out early. Uh, cause noon. You better be watching some games. Cause that's what I will be doing. Um, from from here on out until, actually, I guess it's only Monday. It's literally only Monday, and then it's the twenty seventh. Uh, that actually sucks. That's a real kick in the dick. Um. Yeah, that sucks. But, um, whatever. Still games on Monday, so be sure to watch those games. Um, and yeah, uh, make sure, as I mentioned before, my guy, friends, the warm, it's, weather's getting warmer. Take me up on the offer. Go get some perfect jeans. I'm, I, I, they're the best things ever. They really are. Uh, I know the ad read was, it's out there, but it's honest to God, like, tr- like, factually true. They're they're like they're great jeans. Uh, love them. So go get some perfect jeans. Make sure my Pats fans remind remind you guys again. Go get your freaking Patriots gear right near right now from J Eleven. Go get it right now. Do not wait. Don't be that idiot that waited. Don't be that idiot. Um, and yeah, make sure you guys are following the podcast on social media at TMD Podcast TMD underscore Podcast on all social medias Twitter Facebook. Uh, that Instagram. I know I was missing one. Uh, it's late. It's almost freaking two here. Um, yeah, and I will see you guys on Friday. Oh, and make sure to check out uh, greatvenmedia.com. Yeah. All right. Later, guys.